Thank you for you know accommodating my schedule. I know this isn't your normal recording time. No, not at all. This is actually no, you perfect. Got it. This was it. Yeah, this was, it was actually. It oh, okay, all well then out. I take it back. Fuck you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Invincible Podcast probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where best friends sit around to talk all things Invincible, a comic book and animated series by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. Joining me today is TJ. Oh, hello, it's TJ. Bill. Bastard. Hi, everybody. And kind of funny is Greg Miller. Is there drama about who gets introduced first? If it's Ooh, TJ there is drama. There is, <laughs> there is and, and there is zero thought put into it every time. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. We are stoked to have you on. Uh, I think we've talked about on our podcast all the time about how without Greg Miller and Kind of Funny, there probably wouldn't be the Invincible podcast. Uh, wow. So, yeah, so we are stoked to, to get you here and yeah. to talk some Invincible. Yeah, man, we've well, said I, it. Thank you for taking uh, this initiative and running and making the show and having it go this long. You know, obviously, you guys know well, I wouldn't be here if not, but you know how much I love Invincible. So the fact that uh, in some small way I was able to help uh, you get the good word out to more people, especially now in this renaissance of Invincible. Right? mark i'm very stoked it's great i mean it was about four years ago when uh i was spamming the the kind of funny morning show chat and uh uh getting yelled at by zyger that was me that was me i am the cannonball that is like one of my favorite that is one of the best videos you lost your mind and uh that was awesome it's because you love invincible you legitimately love invincible and uh and uh, I wanted to I wanted to take it back back first before we get there. Sure. What was the what was the introduction to Invincible for you, and where did this come from? This actual like love for it. For me, you know, uh, so in college I was poor and couldn't buy comic books anymore. So I would go, you know, University of Missouri. I'd go down to the bookstore and I would just read the singles off the shelf that were there and not buy them, put them back, walk out. And so, <laughs> you know, uh, in my senior year when I was getting ready to re- enter the workforce and actually have some kind of cash, uh, I was uh, talking in my uh, final class. It's called the Capstone in at Mizzou. Uh, you know, just your final course, I guess, uh, where I, we were working in. A a magazine and making stuff there and i was on the screen side of it uh talking to a friend there and i was ranting and raving about how much i love zombies mm-hmm. and he was like man if you love zombies you got to check out this thing called the walking dead and i was like and i'm old as shit so I, can we curse on this because i just did sorry yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. fuck yeah oh, good. fuck it yay um, <laughs> i was like what's the walking dead and i'm so old that walking dead he's like oh it's this comic book i have the first trade paperback and the second one comes out or i think i had the first two and he's like the third one comes out in six months like it was that early early on the train of what the walking dead was. And so it was of like, Oh my God, I love the walking dead. And then in that same thing at the end of it, you know, Kirkman says, buy my other books and invincible was in there. Right. And it was like, Oh, what is invincible? And so then to pick that up. Right. And I think he might, it might've even, I'm hazy on it nowadays, but I think the guy, Bob who recommended walking dead might've recommended invincible at the same time when I was like, I love this guy Mm -hmm. and turned it over. And it was the same thing where there was trades to go. And so that was, you know, my big thing of being a poor college student, then getting a job, but still being poor. And then eventually moving to San Francisco was like, I was like 
adamant that I would not collect singles again. Like my, you know, my dad in Chicago has an attic full of long boxes and I'm like, I will, awesome. not, go, I will <laughs> not go back down that path, especially once I moved to SF and had no space. I was like that when I came out here, I was very much stumping for digital comics, everything. Cause again, I'm old and that wasn't a thing yet. Uh, but more than anything, I was like, you know what, for invincible, I love this so much. I will commit to buying every trade paperback and I'll keep up that yep. way. And yeah. so I, it was that thing of picking that up and then waiting on those six months, you know what I mean? And then eventually oh, yeah. Amazon oh, yeah. comes around and gets really going, checking Amazon of when it's going to drop. And I, you know, it's a series I loved so much because it starts so traditional. And it is very much like, you know, it, 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 I'm a huge Superman fan, if you don't know. And so it was this whole thing of here's this book and it's going to start very much like Superman has Superboy. Stick mm-hmm. with it. And then you get rolling, you get rolling you see this comic book evolve and change and do everything. I think people have a problem with other comic books for uh, do everything right that other comic books get wrong. Where, you know, cool, man, I loved WandaVision. What should I read? Yeah. Well, you should read Tom King's Vision. Then you could also read House of M. But the problem with that is you have to do this tie-in. But these are all gar- – and it's like mm-hmm. Invincible is, bam. There's a few offshoots if you wanted to. But Invincible is these books. You read it. You get to go and you get to be a part of it, right? Yeah. And that's something amazing. And to get to spend that much time with a character, not have, you know – continuity reset even though they played around with it you know not have it reset ever and have it go through like there's such an investment in mark as a character in the family in i mean nolan's journey right of i and no spoilers i know not big spoilers or anything but like it's just such an incredible series to get to spend that much time with it and not have it be watered down diluted passed off to somebody else you know it's Mm -hmm. it's you know robert kirkman for better or worse you're with him the entire eyes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, go ahead tj knowing like what it's like to have something incredible having read or watched something incredible and wanting to share that with the world who uh who out of the kind of funny crew did you first kind of go to and be like you have to read this oh my gosh i mean anybody who will listen right i can't i don't at this point I couldn't tell you if I'm what turned Tim onto it or if he was already going. And then Kevin, I think, already was as well, right? I mean, Kevin loves Invincible, arguably yep. more than me, right? Yeah. His dog's named Cecil. Like, and that's, that's great. Uh, based oh, on that's Invincible, awesome. right? But it's the other way around. I, I have the... I have the honor, I think, of – I don't think of it so much with the kind of funny guys because that is so hard. Andy Cortez, right? I've been barking up that tree forever, right? Of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, no, no, no. And that's why he's excited for the animated series is just because comics don't do it for him in that way. But he's That's going to be great story. to get his perspective too. I don't mean to jump around to animated oh, no, series please. now too, but like getting his perspective as someone who hasn't read the comics because we're so close to it. So when it, when it comes to the animated series, we're going to be coming at it from that point of view. Yeah. So it's going to be really exciting to hear what Andy has to say. I even saw um, – it was probably a year ago. Snowbike Mike was starting to read it. So like everybody's it's, it's getting there. Well, if you hang on. around me long enough, you hear me talk about it right? long enough. I wear you down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you to go eventually be part oh, yeah. of Inv- invincible somehow. Right. Yeah. We were joking around about it. Uh, last night I was talking about uh, invincible in the animated series and stuff. And now uh, Lucy wants to go read them all. My nice. roommate, cause they're all, you know, my bookshelf is her bookshelf in there. So she sees them all lined up and you see it for the longest time, but until you understand what it is or mm-hmm. somebody gives you a real good push, you don't go for it. That's great. That first that first jump is always the hardest with with anything new. And Invincible, like you said, it's it starts out so typical and it's so hard to get like even if someone just reads like the first issue or the first three, even they're like, OK, like I get it. But, you know, it's 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 so hard. You said it, too. Like when when you were um, on IGN, when they did the live stream, the fan fest. Like yeah. the question about like 
how do you get people excited without telling them the twist and stuff? And and it's hard, man. Invincible is a hard series to kind of get people because TJ tried and he was you. You know what I mean? I was The Walking Dead. And he was like, Bill, please just fucking read this comic, like read it. And I was like, I don't know, man. And it took like two or three years for me to finally read it. But I mean, once you once I did, it was just, it's just like life changing. It's fucking life changing. And, and here we are what, on the Invincible podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right? <Yes>. <laughs> you wanted it. <laughs> like that's the thing for it, right? Of like I'm not nervous isn't the right word, but I do think we are. And even though obviously WandaVision and stuff's happening, like there's so much superhero content, which obviously is amazing for us, right? We love yeah. this genre. We're here. There's so much things to do, but you do worry at what point is too much. There's just too much to worry about for people, and yeah. so like. The boys, right, was able to come out on Amazon and be from the jump, right? This is what we are. We are so different. We like, you know, fuck soups. This is that. Yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. And like you just looked at a trailer or a commercial for it and you got that this is different, right? This mm-hmm. isn't Marvel. This is DC. This is something in between. Mm-hmm. And so that I do feel is the biggest hurdle you have for Invincible right now is if somebody starts the, up the first episode and it is – normal oh man it's superman and superboy and lois lives here and like you know what i mean if you and you just go oh i get it and you bounce before it's done yeah and so that like as i asked on ign right like how do you keep people invested where do you put the twist how do you do it because you need you need to have attachment to the character exactly like yeah it is so hard even now i know we're talking about some spoilers but we don't have to spoil everything whatever but like the attack like the book works so well because you just didn't see it coming and when you got there you're like what the fuck? And so yeah. to then ask a viewer who has Twitter in their hand, has movies on demand, has a job, has Instagram, like there's so many other things pulling you at any time to sit here and like, it's the same thing we hate in video games, right? Like, oh, it gets really good 30 hours in. Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. it's going to take us that long to get really <laughs> yeah. good in an Invincible animated series, but yeah. even one episode, right? If it's, mm-hmm. if it's one episode is just going to be, he gets his powers. I'm invincible. Cool. And that's the, that's the end. Like you're like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Like, do you stick around for an episode too? And, and was, so you hope that there's enough of us that are crazy out there to be like, it ends on whatever it ends with. And we're like, you don't know, next episode is, you know, blah, blah, blah. This, like, some, I don't know how they're going to do that. I'm and that's the crazy thing is that this is, we're just talking about what happens after seven and maybe 11, 12 issues. Um, there's a lot more comic after that. So we a love lot, this yeah. comic and we're walking on eggshells because it's something that happens in the first, you know, fraction of it. And that's not even to say like, so I know when a lot of people are, are, are you know, upset because they might show, infer something from a, a, a poster or a, a trailer or something. It's like, yeah, that you could see that as a spoiler because it's a twist, but really it's, it's the family drama and it's where it goes yeah. from there. It's, I mean, what happens to that character after that twist for the next 130 issues is really the spoiler. I mean, that's where this, the, the mm-hmm. meat and the actual what makes Invincible so good lies. Well, I, you know, the more the closer we get to the animated series, and the more I think about my own journey with Invincible, which is so interesting, right? Because unlike you guys doing a podcast all the time, like mine ended, right? The book ended, yeah. and I put it down, and then the movie gets announced, sure, and then the animated series. That's great, but like for so, <laughs> it's been so long since I did it, I guess, a, you know, critical analysis of what I thought of Invincible or where I think the characters are, yada, yada, yada. And so even watching the clips they've put out mm-hmm. of uh, Omni-Man and Invincible, like playing baseball, right? Or, you know, playing catch up there or seeing them interact and like being like, oh, right. Like Mark is straight up a high school kid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm sure you're, I don't know. I shouldn't project that on you. Like I think of Mark in my head as the Mark we know from late in the books and where he's mm-hmm. at in life and everything Definitely. else that's gone on yep. and all the journeys he's been on, but to come all <laughs> the way back to this and have this reset point And like, it's not cause 
obviously it's still the thing, but it's like, so for us and fans, like a reboot in a way of just like, mm-hmm. Oh, right. Like this isn't, we're not, we're, it, the destination might be the same. It might be completely different, but like we have a journey to set off with this person on. It's like, wow, that's crazy to think about. It is. And what the animated series is already doing is like the clip that they, that they released of, of him talking with his parents. We don't get that in the comic book, that dynamic of like, don't make me get the spray bottle. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it, yeah. Just, it adds so much to, to his character and it, it's a reboot, but it does its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the line. You, it's going to be fascinating to watch, watch them walk. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the same thing as anytime you adapt anything, but like, there's so many great jokes in Invincible, but like, do I? In it, and I'm, I want to see some of them in the comic, but I do want to be surprised on others, and I don't want it to just. Yep. And I, if it is the same story, which I'm sure it won't be, but if it was the same story, right, it's gonna get like, oh, okay, I know what's happening, or oh, this, what, okay, yeah, this is gonna happen, and that you like, you know, start trying to piece it all together. Like, yep. it'll be fascinating to see how they they get around all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Crasson wanted to know who you're most excited to see in the animated series. Dude, for me, I'm a huge Alan, Alan the Alien fan. Yeah. And so Seth yeah. Rogen playing him, like, I'm excited to see how they do that. Because I think, I don't know, it's the most fascinating thing of when they came out and announced the stellar voice cast for this animated series. I looked at everyone, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But it was also the, especially as clips started coming out, this strange thing of like, oh, wow, like, I never thought about it. But when I read Invincible, I didn't have voices for them in my head. Like, I don't read comics that way necessarily. Yeah. Now, reading Superman, it's not like I think, oh, Henry, I hear Henry Cavill or something like that. Maybe I hear Christopher Reeve, but that's a conversation for another time. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, right, like, I read it off the page and my imagination does the work for it. Mm-hmm. And so to get out here now and have Seth Rogen, such an identifiable voice, but also such a fan of Invincible, coming in to be Alan, who I would say is my favorite character, like, I'm fascinated to see what he does with it. And then again, we're talking about the journey, right? Like, yeah. The way Alan shows up in the first issues to where Alan yeah. goes at the end like crazy. Exactly. I actually wanted to get your perspective on that because there was actually a large following of people who thought that the best person to voice Alan the Alien would have been Greg Miller. And then they just completely went against that and went with this <laughs> broken guy. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, okay, we get it. He has the movie rights. Like, he's producing this or whatever the hell. Like, Dude, no, I'm glad they didn't take me. Like, I hate, I hate, it's the worst of doing, like, you know, like, Nolan North gets to walk in and then just be Nolan North, but Nolan yeah, North's yeah. really good at doing just anything. And so, like, when I come in and I'm just Greg Miller, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking this up. They should not have booked me for this. <laughs> Even when Fiddle put me in Solitaire Conspiracy, like, are you sure, dude? Like, I don't want to ruin this game. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I gotta say though, like, to go with it. He's like, no, no, go do it. I'm like, all right, whatever. No, I'm glad they did it, and I, I do thank all the kind of funny best friends who, of course, tweeted uh, Robert uh, about that for me, trying to get me the role. Yeah. I mean, one one other thing that you mentioned too, maybe maybe uh, making you the comic book guy, or right? I mean, in the Give future, me one line, I can say one. That's line. I mean, yeah, like in future seasons, get Greg Miller as a voice. I mean, it's got to happen. You've been such an advocate for uh, Invincible and put that put the word out there. I want to see it. Yeah, make it happen. I, you know, it's my hope for it, honestly, is like that this just dwarfs anything I ever did or we ever did. You, you, you guys, right? right? Like it's that, that thing of like, I love The Walking Dead, obviously. Uh, I love the comic and everything that happened with it. But like, it's nice to see Invincible finally getting its due. I mean, you talk about, you know, the you getting in the chat and me having the freak out moment on the morning <laughs> show, right? It, it was because like I had resigned to that never happening yeah that like okay cool like you know and i in a, in a lot of ways i get it for all the stuff we're talking about of like how hard this story is to tell because you need to let it breathe and again like one of the reasons i think we're all so attached to it is the fact that we were with it for you know 130 plus issues of this comic and to go through it for years and see mark change alongside our lives all change and stuff like that so 
you get there and like, what, how would you ever put that into a two hour movie? And like, yeah. that was mm-hmm. always the conversation with friends, right? Of like, okay, you do it, but where do you cut? Like, I'm where s- is the, I'm still thing? fascinated so, by that too. And Kirkman has said that, you know, oh, the script is interesting. They've, uh, you know, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg have done things that, you know, I, I didn't expect. And like, what does that mean? Like, where are they going with this? It's, it's going to be fascinating. <laughs> and, and they're still saying that there's still, it's still happening. Kirkman no, said recently. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, don't we'll see. I hope so. I want it. I think oh, the I know. way they, they took Walking Dead into every different like mm-hmm. piece of media. Go ahead. Go. Yes, for sure. With Invincible. But. Yeah, I know. You know, what's what's interesting is I was thinking about this, that comic book adaptations work really well if it's like a very broad like story to tell. Like Batman, you could take any story over the past 50 years and make a movie about it. But Invincible is so hard, and that's why a TV show, in my opinion, works probably better because there's one linear story to tell. There's not like, oh, we we can use this Mark origin story or we can use this Mark origin story. It's this one story. So I think that you could probably do a two-hour-long movie because there's a very simple story, straight-line story to tell. Um, But I I, I don't know. Like, could – like – I mean, we always feel that way about everything that we see. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, yeah, that hour long Deadpool movie. We've we met Deadpool. We fell in love with his girlfriend. And then yeah. by the end of it, we're like totally, you know, invested in these characters. So, you know, yeah. it's just uh, but who knows if the movie's going to happen? Who knows? I, 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 <laughs> my, my thing against the movie would be and not against it. That sounds bad. It's just been going so long. And the hope yeah. would be that if the the animated series hits right, like you'd want to double down on that. Yeah, yeah I'm right. sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah, you know, we talked about it, I think, on maybe just privately. I don't know what's a podcast and what's not anymore. <laughs> but it was us talking about it and Andy being like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just a story. I don't love the animation. And it's like I look at the you look at the trailers and it's like it's got its own vibe to it, which I think is simplistic, which works for what they're trying to do, especially off some of the, the book, the art in the book. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it is that idea of like. Is that a limitation of what they were able to put in the budget this time? Is it the solid choice they wanted? And again, I'm not saying it looks bad, but like does season two, if they get it, look dramatically better if it hits and it does all this stuff and you get going. And back to what we're talking about of like for so much, for years and years and years of content and about how much of it is getting to be with those characters and grow attached to those characters. I think the animated series episodic, like in giving a bunch of episodes does work really well in a way. A movie, while it'd be exciting, it would be the usual Mm -hmm. like how I – with the animated series, I could see a world where we actually finish Invincible. Yeah. Where we actually get all the way through what the comic was. Whereas in a movie, I don't think you'd ever get that, right? right. Like there's right. not enough movies and times and contracts and to get all the stuff done. Yeah. I, I think not only movie- that, but yeah, not only that, but you get all the B stories, all the B all well, the yeah. B villains, all the all the stuff that That's makes what Invincible great when like, you know, Elephant shows up here and then 60 comics later you're like, Oh, there he is, and he's got like Tether Tyrant. Fucking if, yeah. if, if Tether Tyrant <laughs> isn't in the show. I'm going to be so fucking sad because he's like my favorite him and dinosaurs, just random, yeah. random oh, side villains too. like that. Yeah, you'd miss out on all of that. So the movie would yeah. have to be truncated down into like, OK, we're going to take this storyline It's the storyline about the, this this race of aliens and what they did and what it led to and, you know, and so on and, and boil it down to just that. And you're going to miss a lot of everything else. But ultimately, I mean, if that's the story and, they, and it works, then they probably know better than then I do. It works. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, too, is, you, you know to get really bigger with it in the same way the comics did, right? Like it would be interesting too, if they're looking at this as if they could launch their own invincible universe kind of thing, right. Yeah, and have yeah. the spinoffs from it and have, you know, science dog be an animated show for kids and stuff like right. that. <laughs> All the stuff we saw actually come out of there actually being, uh, everything that happened in invincible comics, even if there were more one shots, I think that'd be cool. Yep. Have you, have you read the side stories like Wolfman and, 
in between yeah, universe. Yeah, here and there. I've never been able to get into them the way I got into Invincible. Yeah. You know what I mean? I read <laughs> Wolfman. Yeah, I did some Science Dog. I did Invincible Universe. Like, it was, for me, more the, well, it was so long ago now, but the one shots that were like Rex Flood's backstory and stuff oh, like yeah. that, that was the right amount of pacing for me. Yeah. Right. For me. Yeah, and that was leading right up into Conquest and everything and it had some yeah. really good, important backstory that, that paid off in the main mm-hmm. line. Well, uh, before you leave the movie, Jen Drutchniak wanted to know if you still stand by uh, uh, Zac Efron casting. I mean, he's getting old now, but yes. <laughs> I mean, like, if anything, just, if somebody sends Zach the suit. Let yeah, me right? see Zach in the suit. You know what I mean? That's all I'm talking about right here. Well, how yeah, are, I mean, I want to I want to know how they're going to do the suit live action. I mean, again, yeah. how do these the goggles just fit with that? It's just one of those suits that works really well. Uh, drawn, drawn but yeah. live action again i think i really think the movie is just going to be a complete departure but still keep the spirit and some themes but i don't know which again we're getting this animated series we might get everything we ever wanted in this form so have fun with the movie do what you want uh, mm-hmm. you know let's let's see something else i mean they'd have to at that point right yeah. and that's what's interesting about you bringing up kirkman banking oh the interesting things i wouldn't have thought of like yeah. if again invisible is able to get traction here on amazon and be this thing that people really get behind then yeah the movie would need to be iterative it mm-hmm. couldn't just be you know what i mean it, it couldn't be just us getting the comics again because if you do that like whatever yeah i think a good example of that is like the wanted movie to comic book series like yeah. wanted the comic book series is so fucking different from the movie but i love the movie and i wasn't like so in love with you know the comic book that i felt alienated because it was so different but i think like even that kind of departure could work and maybe is necessary in that because because yeah like how many times are we going to watch the same fucking thing over and over again like we get a whole episodic animated series and now we have a movie to, to do the same thing so yeah that's a good point yeah it'll be different uh totally we, we can get we can get a little bit more uh more spoiler here i mean what are some highlights from uh from the series i mean you think of invincible what are what are moments from the series that stand out i mean for sure right like omni man's twist and t- okay. like just i mean because yeah, that was just so solidified and, and like you that, said this thing you you mentioned superman and, and growing up as a huge superman fan this was that comic that was like hey here's your superman uh archetype and the the fact that it just completely broke everything right you know which even now like you know again like you talk about this down to 2021 world right. with injustice <laughs> and dce the dceu and everything else you're like yeah this was groundbreaking at the time yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you dial it back 20 some years it was like holy shit what is going on here well yeah. uh for that you know i uh, what i always have loved about invincible is what we're talking about of is the you know, Kirkman always does this in Walking Dead too, and obviously in Invincible, but always that flip of the page of what you're going to get mm-hmm. surprised with on the other page and where you're going to go. And so, you know, for me, it was always the shock of being in this uh, universe, in this continuity that wasn't going to reset itself. And that's, yeah. you know, something I loved about post-crisis DC all the way until they ran up and started rebooting everything, right? And so it was like the idea of getting in there and knowing characters. So, like, you, you want I, – I have always – loved and been terrified of angst angstrom levy right like yeah. i he was always my favorite villain of just because early on he was like su- such a great motivation for him to hate mark the ability to hop back into the forest the terror of him dropping mm-hmm. him somewhere and leaving him like yeah. i remember like you're flipping those pages like holy shit what is gonna happen right like that was stuff that caught me off guard in the same way of like you know the page flip of meeting oliver yeah you're like oh my god like and it's like you know and it was that any other, you know, thing I think 
would have written off or done whatever, blinked him out of his descendant to boarding school, but you know, to bring him home and have him be there. And like, that was always the thing too, that I can't wait to see them portray in the animated series, obviously with the cast they have, but was, you know, um, uh, Debbie's, uh, heartbreak over Omni man over yeah. Nolan. Right. And like how well that played in the comic of her, in that lowest lane role, everything's great. And then to see her world shattered and her rebuild it and then him re-enter the picture. And like, oh, they I just know. did so much stuff that like, you know, Invincible obviously for me, when I think of it, I think of these stories, but I also think of Ryan Otley's art and I think of the action and the detail in it. But to take that to the emotional scale, right, of some of my favorite things in this book or in the series, right, are the moments that are, aren't superhero. Like, it mm-hmm. is them talking. It is them being people. It is them. Uh, it is them giving a glimpse to us of, not what it would really be like, but what that other side of a superhero book would be that you don't get, that you don't get to see them dealing with this. And, you know, I always love, um, it's early on, uh, when, uh, 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 Omni-Man goes into the portal and the portal shuts behind him and Mark comes home and he's like, mom. And she's like, Oh, no big deal. Like yeah. whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. fine. And then like time goes by and he comes in and he's all disgusting and his beard's grown. Cause he's been gone for so long. And it's again, like this established of like this, it, this universe has all the comic book tropes, you know, and love, yeah but they're going to twist them and take them in so many different ways. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the, the art and I think the art plays such a big role in what makes the invincible, you know, comics so great. Ryan Otley's art, Cord Walker's art. Um, another question that Mitch Krasen had was, uh, first of all, he says, congratulations on your, your suite, which I see it in the background there. <laughs> uh, Jim Lee, uh, PS5 that he did for you, which is awesome. Uh, he, so cool. And he also wants to know if um, what other art or comic books do you treasure? Oh man, uh, so the, it's funny because it's this exact thing. I haven't put it up in a while. Uh, it, you know, I can break news for you guys. It, we're going to be moving soon, and <laughs> so I'll be shit. changing my entire setup and I'll be <laughs> hanging stuff behind me. But it's the Ryan Otley commission I had him do at. Yes. Or, whatever so good a con or i'm a viltramite right and it's on the mm-hmm. cover of invincible and it's me screaming and it's me in the suit and he put the the only color and it's the red of blood and stuff like that's in uh, lucy's room on the bookshelf <laughs> you know shoved between two things to keep it protected and like i'm definitely gonna get that frame to get it up yeah. when we get to the yeah. new place or whatever yeah that's one of the best commissions i've seen him do it, it he it's perfect it was such yeah. a cool idea to do that too and put you in a viltramite suit yeah right. i i have some mind-blowing news for you greg um, you mentioned Angstrom Levy, right? Yeah. As, as oh, being no. like an amazing oh, no. character. Don't do uh, this to him. Don't you, do it. Did Don't. you, did you know that Robert Kirkman yelled at us for saying his name wrong, that it is actually pronounced, and this is going to fucking ruin your whole day. It's pronounced <laughs> Angstrom Levy. Get used to that, bro. We're still not used to it. It blew our, it blew our mind. <laughs> Hold on, I'm putting this into Google. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> we did the I same feel, thing. I, we did the same thing to yeah. him, and he was like, "No, it's Lee Angstrom Levy. You guys he, always say it wrong." It's it was something to do with like, he had it's like based a, on a, an a old teacher. college professor. Yeah. yeah, college professor. Maybe the college professor was saying their name wrong. Hold on, right? I'm getting through a pole a pole star two <laughs> ad here. Let's see how YouTube tells me this is. <laughs> No, I think I think we did this, and it's it's Levy. I don't know. I feel like we it's did it, and it was Levy. It's L E V Y. I think if it was Levy, it would be L E E V Y. That would Levy. work because it's Levy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's Levy. It said Levy. Now this is this is as shocking as when I found out Lumines is not Lumines. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the hard part about. 
anything that isn't uh, an audio uh, an audio experience. You you go there, you say your thing, right. uh, and then you get to hear. And you're like, oh wait, that's not how you say it. Oh my god. There are some other yeah. things too. Like uh, I I call them Thaddeus forever. Uh, instead yeah. of Thaddeus. I don't know where we got that from. I don't know where that came from. I mean, the the biggest well, we the biggest it. sin was uh uh um Voltramite. Voltramite. Yep. Voltramite. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, that one I do know well. Where I think it was Kevin. Yeah. Where I said the, the, the Voltramite, and he's like. You mean Viltramite? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I looked at the word. I'm like, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. We went, we went like, <laughs> we went like 50 episodes of this show calling him Voltramites. We still catch each other, and it's good to know that Kevin was doing the same thing because we always just attributed that. Oh to no, like, it was me. Maybe Kevin being had it right. I'm the idiot. Oh, we're, gotcha. You would, we're all the same kind of idiot. <laughs> okay. Right? We thought that maybe it was just like a Western New York thing that it just something that we just started on our own yeah no no no, no. Um, sadly you're not special <laughs> we're all silly <laughs> not at all i've got one uh i've got one here from devin barry he asked uh what is your ideal invincible video game would you think just an appearance in mortal Kombat, or something focused more entirely on just invincible now i know that you know i, I for everything we're talking about i and this is something i always said about superman as well uh and now it maybe be the revived whatever but a telltale game yeah. Where I think you get into these things where, you know, oh, man, you can't make a Superman game. He's too powerful. Obviously, Mark, incredibly powerful, too, but gets tested all the time. So you could do uh, Invincible from the start. You're learning XP trees, yada, yada, yada. But for what Invincible is, I think it would be really cool to do a Telltale style game where it is you're presented with choices. You make your choice and then it plays out that way and see, you know, what choosing to save Eve means to what happens to your mom. Like, have it, you yeah. know, be it's all on its own thing and like especially in a, a series and a story where there are consequences to every action. Like they're and they are, they do come back and they might come back, you know, 50 issues later, something mm -hmm. happens, but the fact that they do exist, I, that kind of game would be there and would give you then the ability to have cutscenes that are the really powerful breaking down walls, smashing through things and not, I don't think it have to be as quick tidy, but again, it could be that, you know, you miss the button prompt and you are getting your goggles knocked off and your yeah. teeth are getting smashed. Um, which works well with Invincible. I mean, there's major points throughout Invincible that deal with alternate timelines and Mark yeah. in a, Mark's alternate versions of himself. And maybe you're playing so as cool. one of those and uh, and how it got to that point. I I feel like it sucks because there's no and I, and and the Superman game for Xbox 360, I think it was Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. Yeah. yeah, that's like the only I mean, other than the other Superman games for like N64 and stuff. I can't I can't see. Oh, and the Iron Man game, the Iron Man um, movie Sega. game that came out. Yeah. yeah. Or not Sega, um, sorry, Sega, the, Sega produced yeah, Sega, Sega. Yep. So, like, it's it's just, I, I can't, the locomotion is my problem. Like, yeah. flying is, is just not fun if it's not done right. I don't know. Like, and Spider-Man works so well because the locomotion is fun. Batman works so well because getting around is so fun because it's limited and and i don't know if they could do mark well no like I just mean, flying around which is why i think you're right like a telltale game there, there was, there's too much story there for him to just be in the fucking mortal Kombat game we would get 10 superman games before we got an invincible like open world game like what you're talking about i mean and it, we it, haven't i know that's why and, i mean we're, we'll get a, a telltale or a brawler or a fighter mm -hmm. or something before we get anything like that but yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, I don't know. It's it, you know that's again the whole problem with uh, like you're talking about with superhero games in general. Why Rios looks for them because Superman. The whole thing whenever you have a Superman game, somebody immediately tries to fly to space. And, yeah. Sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the skybox looks garbage. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how did you feel about the end? And 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 major spoilers. If you don't want to hear about this now, you can talk about specific items if you want to. Because I just I'm super curious. Because I know how we felt, and and we talk about, dude, we we tear 
invincible and new ones sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not all about, you know, smoke and mirrors and making it great. But what did you think of the end? Like, were you satisfied with the end of all things and, and especially that last issue? Like, what what were your feelings like around that time? I was. I was satisfied. It, you know, I, I thought, you know, there was the not depression, but obviously the bittersweet nature of knowing yeah. it was coming to an yeah. end and having yeah. that countdown for so long. And it was that question of like, how are they going to land this? And yeah, I remember talking on the comic book club over and over with Kevin about it of just like walking dead. I was always like, is not going to end happily, but I'm like, I could see invincible do it, but I could also see invincible be completely off the rails. And, you know, as you saw him and Eve start to pull apart at certain yeah. scenes or this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. let alone with him being gone for as long as he was during Tara's life. Like there was so much going on that I wasn't that thing of like, mm, I don't know how they'll, how do you do this? How do you wrap this up? And so again, for, a book that I feel like we is a journey. It, uh, it's a journey. It's, this book takes you on a journey that most comic books don't get the chance to. They get nipped in the bud. The writers switch. This happens. You yeah. get your story. You get your arc, and it's over for them, right? Mm-hmm. Or you get your story, and it's Kingdom Come, and it's four four issues, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like this is the thing. This is the story. To get that final book, to get going on it, and then get oh, we're skipping time. Oh, time, yeah. and it was that thing of like, oh, and it was shocking and jarring and not what i expected obviously uh but then to get to the end and have him be there and be happy and have mm-hmm. it be that it did all work out right and mm-hmm. like the obvious and but it, it all worked it, it you know it's all it all worked out but it wasn't happily ever after you know mm-hmm. what i mean the fact that they didn't leave us with questions of like well you know did she become a superhero what happened here what about yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like to see him you know, struggle with that even and, and have uh, pangs of what, you know, Nolan was going through and you know, as Omni-Man and as the Conqueror and stuff like that. And like, you know, it's a hilarious scene, right? But it is the scene that sticks with me, right? Where uh, Mark interrupts her having sex mm-hmm. and she's, and he, he's like, that boy's beneath you. And she's like, and then the joke is, yeah, he, yeah, she, I was beneath him. I was beneath him. not like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, yeah, Sarah. Oh my God. So good. He fell into that deal of trying to rule and trying to, and like what that hierarchy meant to him and yada, yeah. But you see him come out of that even, right. As he mm-hmm. goes through more of his own experiences. Like, I think it was an impossible feat to land uh, the series in a way that would make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it, what about you guys? I mean, we all agreed that it was phenomenal and we got to see like, like you said, like you, it ends, but at the same time you get, he gives you just enough to imagine what, you know, 300, 500, a thousand issues would have looked like. Mm-hmm. And it, it still had and all it that wasn't, emotion. And like, it wasn't all happy. I mean, you can see yeah, that yeah. there were, yeah. there were pains along the way, everything with Marky, there were things that, you know, villains that popped up and, and heartache and hard, hard things that happened, but there was also good things. And at the end it's, you know, it's a very peaceful, satisfying, happy ending for something that's has outrageous amounts of gore and violence and ups and downs and drama. And it's all about family. And at the end, it's it comes back to him just with his family. My, my big thing with the last issue in particular and how it ended was that t- due to your point, when Tara started to grow up, <laughs> I was turning the page. I'm like, no, stop, please. No, stop. Yeah. Like seeing her grow up. But anyways, um, I, I feel like it's so easy in a, in a comic book like Invincible where there's so many characters and so many storylines that you just pander. You just pander to everybody. Yeah. Pander, 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 pander. And that's what Endgame was for me. Like Endgame was just like, oh, my God, now Tony Stark is meeting You're his crazy. dad and now fucking Thor's going back. And it's like pandering galore. Invincible, he didn't do that. Like Kirkman wasn't interested in, to your point, meeting everybody's expectations. Like he wanted to show you where Tara ended up. He wanted to show you where Mark and Eve ended up. And 
yeah, were, are there stories to be told like in between that? Absolutely, because it's a living universe. Like mm-hmm. there are stories to be told still because it didn't end. And and I thought it was fucking so tragic because it ended. But it was it was as perfect as you could get, I think, with without and like. I mean, to your point, right, of like pandering, or whatever, like it is also Kirkman ending on his own terms, yeah. which is yeah. so important. Like I and I know that like, you know, that's the whole thing with image and skybound right of like creator owned so mm. there really isn't somebody to step in and be like yo stop the book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing and so like that's a powerful struggle i imagine for him especially with walking dead obviously is it's this juggernaut but also invincible and like w- wanting to do different things wanting to go but in like like we're saying i love that especially on reflection the time jumps and the skips and seeing everything of like Oh, these are things he was percolating on that you can yeah. that if he was going to go the full 500 issues, this is what you could see it being. But yeah. also, you know, like something tragic could happen, and we you never get any of that, right? We have an end on a weird cliffhanger in the middle and a half finished script. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that it's done, and I especially now, yeah. right, with you know somebody like Loose wanting to get involved with it, being like, cool, yeah. here it's, you go, it's, it's right all here. there. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just go yeah. Have it. and unlike with, um, I mean, I guess you can say unlike with Walking Dead, but. Walking Dead came out and the comic was still going. And so you have these yeah. two things that you're you're kind of balancing at the same time for people who are interested in it. Um, and then you have to think like, OK, so is one affecting the other or any or any uh, at all? But with Invincible, it's done. It's done. The the hype or whatever happens with the movie or the animated series or anything will not affect this thing that we have on our shelf that is complete. Mm-hmm. And that's and that means a lot. I think that's that's a big deal. Yeah, I think it's easier. Yeah, like what you're talking about, people are always like, oh, man, like they ruined this or they did that or yada, yada. And it's like Invincible has been this niche thing for so long for so many of us. Right. And it's been awesome. And I've, we've all I think it's one of the most. Hey, please read this. Hey, please try this. Yes. Hey, get into this kind of thing. And so for them to be doing their own thing and off on their own path, like I'm interested to see how they twist it and turn it. I imagine season one will be pretty by the book to an extent. Right. But mm-hmm. then that's when we start spiraling off into new territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you guys, uh, uh, at kind of funny going to be doing weekly? I mean, I think you mentioned it on a recent show. You guys are going to be doing some screencast stuff for, uh, for all yeah, the we're treating it like we treated one division. So awesome. the idea will be that, uh, you know, every, what is it Friday, right? Yeah. We'll pop up in the morning and be like, Hey, here, we're going to do a quick little discussion. It'll go up on the kind of funny screencast. There is not an in review, but as a, us talking about it and reviewing every episode. That's exciting. So I just, just want to give you a heads up too. We're also going to be doing that, so you're going to have serious competition. Oh, oh man! Geez. You avoid <laughs> Friday mornings. Just <laughs> let us get it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of room in the Invincible pool. So much, Very so much. True. I mean, we've waited years for this. We've waited years for this. Yeah. Everybody, get in the pool. Come on. Yeah. Oh, so thank you, Greg. Thank you so much for doing this. This is this is. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This is Please. Amazing. I mean, like TJ said at the beginning, like. We we talk about Invincible because of its creators, but we podcast about Invincible because of you. And, you know, you guys, everything, you know, the entertainment you guys have provided us, the inspiration and the motivation to be doing podcasts and everything, you guys are killing it over at Kind of Funny, and I appreciate it. Well, thank you. So are you guys clearly. And thank you again for listening to the message and, you know, grabbing the bull by the horns to go do this. Like, this is what it's all about, right? Like, cause how much fun have you had doing this podcast? Oh, it's been oh. a blast. Yeah. Like, when you started it did you think you'd be interviewing kirkman no. <laughs> did you think that was like a real thing that no was gonna I, I i mean we, we i've been sending you kind of updates for the last like five years just every now and then i'll send you an email and be like holy shit greg we just interviewed ryan outley thank you and then again i'd be like holy shit we just interviewed kirkman thank you like just to like mm-hmm. be like hey man this is great thank you for inspiring us to do this because we had no idea we could get to this point but even going to conventions and talking to people that listen to our show that are also kind of funny fans and everything it's just been a blast 
It's been a blast. Have you started in mm-hmm. on the cast yet? Have you started trying to get them? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah. So thank you again. I mean, we'll 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 wrap this up here. Uh, everybody, obviously, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Go check out Kind of Funny's uh, uh, everything. Everything kind of funny. We do a lot. There's we a do lot. A lot. So yeah, just, <laughs> kind of funny and we do a, funny you want some video games, you want some movies, you want some TV, it's all over there. Yep. The music playing right now is by Wyatt Lane. So thank you guys. Uh, thank you, Wyatt. Uh, descriptions, uh, uh, everything about Wyatt's music is going to be in the description. And bye. Bye. Bye.
Just wanted to hear your thoughts on the return of Invincible. Also, thanks for the years of inspiration. Friends, and I recently started the Invincible podcast where we discuss the series. I would love to be on that podcast. 